But if you're willing to invest and have a vision for three years from now or five years from now, what your podcast can do and what doors it's going to open up for you. Welcome back to The Christian Podcaster. As always, I'm your host, Eric Nevins. I am your guide on this podcasting journey, especially if you are a Christian. doesn't matter if your show is explicitly Christian. It doesn't have to be theology or Bible study or something like that. It can be anything if you're a Christian. I'm here to help you as much as I possibly can. We have a great episode for you today. We're going to dive into it before I do. I want to just invite you, if you're in the Facebook group, to just comment on this post. And if you're not, go to Facebook, search Christian Podcasters Association, and jump in that Facebook group because that's where everything starts. We'll get you connected to our mailing list as well from there. And uh, or you can go see what Christian Christian Podcasters Association has to offer at Christian Podcasters Association. Dot com. That's where we want to connect with you. Okay, let's dive into this con- this content today. So the title of this episode is called Building Your Podcast House. And I went through this a little bit a couple episodes ago in the episode called Getting Started with Podcasting, but I promised you that I would dive into more about what this metaphor means for you, because this is going to become, I think, really the main thing that I talk about a lot when it comes particularly to podcasting, but it applies not only if you're smart, you know what to what to listen for, not only to your podcast, but also to your entire online platform. This is the way that it works. Now, let me tell you something. I spent uh, a really long time listening to a lot of the internet marketing gurus about this stuff. And this is where it comes from. Now I've digested it. I'm going to share it to, with you in kind of my way, but I want you to know it's probably in no way original. It's just my dis- distillation of all the stuff that you're getting out there from all of the different internet marketing and internet uh, gurus. Okay. Here's why that's an advantage to you. You don't have to listen to the thousands of hours of podcasts that I did, thousands of hours of audiobooks that I've listened to. You can get it all here in one place, distilled and from a Christian perspective. I hope that appeals to you. That's what I'm trying to uh, bring to the table here for you, your podcast, and your online platform. Okay, let's dive into this. Now, it's, this is called the uh, You're Building Your Podcast House. Now, this is why it's called that, because I have this metaphor that I think is really important. A lot of people, when they want to start a podcast, they get going and uh, they start thinking about, well, what do I need? What what do I need for like equipment? And how do I build all these online things, right? And use all these online tools. And what do I have to get? And that's all very important. Um, We'll talk about some of that, but it's actually not the beginning of where you start with your podcast. You actually need some other things and you need to start, uh, start in a different place before you get to all that. So it is, it is valuable to get a good mic and all that stuff. I'm not, you'll never hear me say don't because it certainly is important, but it's just maybe not the first decision that you need to start with is I think my point. So, uh, here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to go through this metaphor with you, but before I do, I want to tell you a few things about why this is important. Why do I think you should think about your podcast in this way. Here's the first reason. 
sustainability. So uh, when I first started a podcast, <laughs> I took two years and I tell people that all the time. I, start, I had the idea in 2014. I didn't launch until 2016. I took little incremental steps, but I didn't launch for over two years. And some, for a long time, I was a little um, ashamed of that fact, but I realize now looking back what I was doing in that, in those two years, I was laying a foundation. We'll talk about that in a minute for my podcast. I was making some decisions. I was putting together some things that help and I was crafting a message that I wanted to share. And here we are now almost seven years later, I'm still sharing that same message. I go onto people's shows. People invite me, by the way, if you want me on your show, reach out to me, eric at ericnevins.com. I'm happy to do it. Would love to do that. But when I do, I almost always talk about the spiritual journey in a message that I was crafting from based on my studies back in uh, 2014, 2015. I was putting that together. I turned it into a podcast, and now I still share that message on shows all the time, right? So that's what you call sustainability, right? So if you take the time up front to craft your message, to understand what it is that you want to share, you can be creating something that you'll still be sharing later, right? Years and years and years from now. I don't know about you, but that is exciting to me. Okay, number two, when you take the time up front, when you understand this whole the whole picture of what your podcast and your online platform can be, you also have the opportunity to serve a lot more people. I just told my, my cousin today, so I, my, here's my commitment with my show halfway there. Uh, this is my base kind of show. This show is, I'm, I'm happy, uh, I'm, it's here to serve you as podcasters, but that show was kind of my original show. I started in 2016. So we've been going seven years and we've got about 640,000 downloads at this point, which blows me away. Like if you had told me in 2015 that my podcast would eventually have over 600,000 downloads, I would not have believed you. You understand? Like I would not have had any idea about that. I've been like, well, you've got to be kidding me. No way. I wouldn't have thought it was possible, but here we are. And I've committed on my show to, to going to uh, 10 years total, 500 episodes. And I suspect that by that time we'll be at about a million downloads. Right. So, cause we get about a hundred thousand per year or so, maybe a little more. That's a lot of people to serve, right? I mean, that's thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of years of following Jesus that are represented on my podcast. Uh, and it serves a ton of people. A lot of people who go, I am in a dark night of the soul and I want to understand, is God really there? Well, here's a story about God showing up for somebody who was going through something similar to you. That's the whole point. So I get to serve a lot of people and then also, you know, people are encouraged and they understand that, hey, God is, God is moving. You can do that too, right? Your show, you craft your message well, you offer uh, a transformation, which I'll talk about here in, in a little bit. You get to serve a ton of people and perhaps more than you would have ever imagined, right? That, I don't know about you, but that inspires me. Okay. But you take your time up front so that you, know how, how to serve them. Okay. And it gives you clarity. So that's, that's the whole point. Uh, this is my third one. Um, but why you should be thinking in this overarching way that I'm going to describe here in just a minute, it gives you a sense of clarity that you otherwise wouldn't have. Did you know that in, 
and iTunes, there's something like six or 700,000 podcasts that only have one episode. Like that, doesn't that blow you away? What is that? Well, mostly, I think that is a lot of people who during the pandemic or over the last few years uh, were like, hey, I want to start a podcast. And they decided, oh, I'm going to go do that. They get onto probably Anchor, a platform like Anchor that's free, doesn't cost them anything. And they just said, I'm going to start a podcast. They titled it the Me Talking Show or something. And they dive in and they create one episode. And then they're like, "Uh, what am I going to do after that? Do I have a second episode in me? Maybe, but I don't really know. And that's because they haven't crafted their message. They haven't started with the mindset, which is what I'm going to talk about here in just a minute. Now, let me tell you something. This might not be for you. This creating a podcast and developing your show might not be for you uh, if you don't have passion for something, right? If there's nothing that you're actually that passionate about, that's what those people discovered, right? They didn't have anything they were passionate enough to talk about every week consistently. They just didn't. So that might, maybe that's you. I doubt it is, or you wouldn't be listening to the show, but maybe it is. If you don't have that kind of passion, you know, that burning your bones to share a message, uh, maybe, maybe this isn't right for you. Maybe if you have, if you have no clarity, it's not right for you. If you don't know who you want to serve. Now I can help you figure that out. We could talk about it. I've done that for a lot of people, but you need to have clarity about who you want to serve and why, right? And what they need. It's not for you if you're not willing to do the work. Podcasting takes work, my friend. Podcasting, some people like to say it's a long uh, tail, right? It's a long form uh, platform building content, right? So it takes time to see the results. Uh, If you desire that, if you are willing to put in that work, this is for you. But if you're not, if you're like, no, I got to see results tomorrow, Podcasting is not for you. Forget it. Go do something else. But if you're willing to invest and and have a vision for three years from now or five years from now, what your podcast can do and you can open up what doors is going to open up for you, friends, podcasting will do that. I've interviewed my heroes. I've interviewed people. My goodness. Last year on my show, I got to interview Brian Zond, who as a pastor, just I love some of his work. And I've interviewed James Brian Smith, who as a spiritual formation guy uh, is one of my, my heroes. James Brian Smith, Rich Mullins lived in his attic for two years. <laughs> Didn't know that. He shared that story with me. It was amazing. But I never imagined I would be able to hear stories like that when I started my podcast. But I did. I've interviewed Oz Guinness, who's a great thinker and somebody whose work has literally changed my life. I've had them on my show twice, right? So those are the kind of things that doors that podcasting can open for you. But if you're not willing to do the work, those doors will never open, right? So it's not for you if you're not willing to do the work. And if you don't want to build an audience, if you're a little scared of having people notice you, this is not for you, okay? Not for you. And you can just turn this episode off right now. Um, now, here's the thing. I have one more, but I'm, I'm going to caveat this one. Podcasting can be a really great hobby. And if it's your hobby, beautiful. But it can also turn into something bigger. And it certainly can can develop not only an audience, not only a curriculum or something that you're helping other people in the world, but that's what I encourage. And I'm going to tell you why. I want you to take your podcast, whether you're just starting, whether you've already started, I want you to turn your podcast into a movement. 
I'll tell you why. Because I believe deeply that podcasting is the way that we send the gospel around the world in the 21st century. There are you will get downloads in your on your podcast from places that you will never visit from hundreds of countries. Some countries that are closed, some countries that if you were to go there and share the gospel with somebody on the street corner, they will arrest you. People will listen to the to, to your show in those places because they can get it. That is astounding, right? That is an incredible opportunity. And you, regardless of what your niche is, regardless of what you're talking about, whatever your subject is, you get to bring the gospel to bear. The gospel, the good news of Jesus, and not only is triumph over sin, but the life that you get to live with God because of it, you get to bring that to bear on your show. That excites me. That gets me going. That is why I'm here. That is what I'm helping you do. It's what I'm trying to do with my show. It's what I'm going to do with this show. I want you to go out and bring the gospel to bear on the world and share it around the world. Now, you can do that as a hobby, sure, and that's fine. But I think there's so much more there. I want to inspire you to, to go and do that as well, okay, to, and to grow it bigger. Think bigger and ask God what he might want to do. Okay. So I'm going to go through this and I want to talk about this sort of house metaphor that I've developed and maybe in a little bit more detail for you. And then over the next few months, I'm going to be unpacking these as well so that there's a lot more about what each one involves. So I want you to stay tuned for that, but I also want you to listen to this one and share this episode with your friends who are podcasters uh, and make sure they know and they, they understand. Okay. So let's dive in. So the, the metaphor is a house, right? Building your podcast is like building a house. When you What's the first thing that your house needs? Well, it needs a foundation, and your foundation is your mindset. So I define this as the collection of beliefs and commitments that guide your actions and determine your results. That's your mindset. Now, a lot of people get a little bit, um, some Christians, I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't take this view at all. Some Christians get a little bit weirded out about the idea of mindset, but I think this is literally all over scripture, right? Renew your mind, Romans uh, Romans uh, 12, right? This is a thing. The reason that Paul goes over and over again, you were this, but now you are this, right? You were a sinner, but now you are in Christ. He says that because he wants to change your mindset about how you think about your identity. Your mindset is the collection of beliefs about who you are. Right, and I think of it as a collection, absolutely as a uh, a collection. So in my office, which you can't see right now, but um, some people can. Uh, when I when I do the when I do videos, I have a library, and I very intentionally have a library because I collect books. I collect great books that teach me about things that I want to know. I've got a set of books by Eugene Peterson who teaches me about being a better pastor and Jesus follower, right? I've got books by Shakespeare that teach me about creativity and the world. I've got books, all these different things right? on, on my on my thing. I've got biblical studies books. I've got history books. I've got all kinds of things. I have a collection that I curate very carefully uh, because I want to learn things, certain things, right? Those become things that I, that I believe. Well, your, your mindset is like that. And sometimes uh, if you're not aware of your mindset, you can develop, you can 
get a collection, put a collection together that you're not actually, um, you know, you didn't curate very well. And then, but the problem is your, your beliefs, your collection of beliefs guide your actions, what you believe. So I'll give you an example. Let's say, uh, well, I'll just tell you about me. I've been doing this for a couple of years and I've been playing small because I wasn't sure. I, w- I went to Florida a couple, couple months ago. Um, and I sat on the beach and I asked myself, what limiting beliefs do I have right now? Right. One of them was I'm playing small. I don't think I'm worthy of getting out there and growing not only the audience, but the people that I serve. Well, that's going to cause me to play small when it comes time to market this podcast, for instance, or some of the uh, things that we offer, like our gold membership or our self audit that you can take to, to evaluate your show. Right. Um, that's going to change my beliefs. And guess what? If it changes my actions, it's going to change my results. It will determine my results. But if I believe I have something to share, if you believe you have something to share, you're going to show up and you're going to show up every single week. I have friends who are, who are doing this. The person that just came to mind is Amber Cullum, right? Amber knows she has a message to share. She has a great job on social media, by the way. Her show is called Grace Enough. Go check that out. I didn't tell her I was going to mention her. I don't know if she'll listen to this or not. But go check it out and look at what she's doing because she shows up in some really key ways. She started making reels. They're funny. They're great. I love it every time I see them come across my feed on Instagram. Uh, but that determines her results and helps her show grow, right? Um, I mentioned limiting beliefs. I'm going to just comment on this right here and then we're going we're gonna to move on. But a limiting belief is any belief that prevents you from taking the right action, right? So a limiting belief... Uh, like I said, I explained what, what mine was. I have a whole list here. Like I really had to sit down in Florida and go, what else do I have? One of them is it's not, I didn't earn it. If I didn't work hard, if it didn't feel like, uh, like a, like a lot of effort, then I didn't, I didn't earn it. And I don't deserve the results of whatever I've created. That's ridiculous, right? I can have an idea. I can ask someone else to implement the idea and I've, and I've earned the whatever, whatever that is, whatever the results of that are. Now I get to share them, right? I get to share them with others. That's okay, but um, it doesn't have to be hard. That's interesting, isn't it? Okay, we can talk a lot more about this and I will in the next, uh, we're gonna do a whole episode on mindset. Let me go on to the next. Okay, so mindset is your foundation. It is the kind of, Thing that everything else rests on. And it's really, really important. Okay. But then after you build a house, you have to build the framing, right? And this is usually all those two by fours that you see go up and the headers over doors and windows and all those kinds of things. Those are your, I call that your message, right? So your message is the core transformation that you promise to the people you most want to serve. That's it. And it really is about a transformation. Um, you want to identify who you want to serve. You want to identify what you help them do and why you help them, the transformation that they get once they, um, once they achieve it, right? Because why? Why do you want to do that? Well, because the tra- people really buy transformation, right? You, you never buy anything unless there's a transformation that you want. Now, right now, it's spring in Denver here. And uh, the other day we got some packages delivered to our house and I was like, hum, what, what are these? What'd you order? 
She goes, grass seed. There were these big boxes. I was like, wow, that's a lot of grass seed. Why? Because we want to plant a, we want our grass to grow and look nice, right? Well, that is, uh, you know, we, we bought it because we want to transform our yard, right? Now, that's just a silly example, but maybe you have something where you want to help somebody uh, transform their mess into their message. You've heard that phrase? You can do that, right? You can do that. You have to identify who has similar sufferings that you want to share and the transformation that, that, that they're going to do. Everything else hangs on that, right? Just like in the, in the house where the structure goes up and the you start to see the framing, that's what it starts to look like a house. That's your message because everything else you're going to hang on that. Your message is going to offer that transformation. It's going to resonate with your audience deeply at an emotional level. I found a new tool. I use this in coaching. If you hire me for coaching, I'm almost guaranteed to use this with you. It's called the feelings wheel. Go, go to feelingswheel.com. Super cool. It's just the feelings wheel. It's a whole bunch of feelings. You look at it and you, and you ask yourself two questions. Number one, what does my ideal person currently feel about their situation? Say you're a coach and you want to help people overcome feeling stuck. What do they feel like? Well, they feel stuck. They feel, they feel angry. They feel confused. They feel fearful that they're never going to mount anything. That was me before I started my show. All those things, right? You can identify those on the feelings wheel. And then you go, well, what do you want them to feel? Joy, proud, excited, ready to go, right? All these other things. And you can identify those on that. Really powerful, powerful thing, okay? But do you see how everything else hinges on that? If you have a really great statement that you help somebody, what you help them do. So I help Christian podcasters start or grow and grow their shows so that they can build the life they want, the, the message, the, the ministry that they want and spread the gospel around the world. That's it. That's what I do, right? You can see that. So if that resonates with you, you've got a ministry that you want to start or grow, I can help you do that, right? That will resonate with you. So anyway, that's, that's how a message works. There's probably a lot more to say about that. Again, we're going to do a whole episode on it here in a few weeks. Okay. Next is mechanics. And mechanics are the tools and systems you use to deliver your message to your audience. That's it. This is the hardware and the software, your website, everything from your website, which by the way, needs to be the key. Uh, one mistake I see podcasters do is they don't have their own website for their podcast. It's really cheap. I can show you some tools for how to do that, but and it's not as hard as you think, but get a website that is your own domain and share that, not uh, your host's page or anything like that. Um, and I've got a few other things that you can that you can do in in there, but it's your it's your microphone, your editing software. Here's the thing: it doesn't have to be hard. You just need to learn one piece at a time. And this, I think, really is a it's really iteration. It's one of the pieces of mindset that I think you need to have in your collection. Always keep upgrading until you're satisfied with your quality. So you can start a website in one place. You can move it. You can start hosting in one place and, and maybe anchor and it's free. And I know people who've moved it. I know others who've moved multiple times. No big deal. You can do that and you just upgrade over time. I didn't start with the microphone I'm currently using. So mechanics are really key to just have in your mind that you can always upgrade them. You don't have to get those perfect the first time. All right. So mechanics, by the way, in our house metaphor, 
is the guts, right? Is, is all the things that you never see, hopefully. It's, so the tools and systems, right? Think about your house. What are the tools and systems? Tools and systems are your water, your plumbing, your HVAC, your electrical, things that you just expect to work when you flip a switch, when you turn a knob, right? You get water. Hopefully you never think about them. And with your podcast, it's the same way. You set it up once and hopefully you never think about it. It's how you deliver your stuff. And then you're on to move, working on other things like how do I get people on my email list and things like that, right? Okay, let's move on. So then there is marketing. And marketing is your curb appeal. It's what draws people into your message, into the little house that you built, right? So these are the practices that you use to get your message to the people who need and appreciate it most. This includes social media. This includes search engine optimization. You can't ignore that. Now, I don't know. Maybe that's changing. I've heard people say that that's changing because of uh, AI. Maybe it will. I don't know. It includes how you build your show notes. This includes content marketing and copywriting. Like a lot of us don't really even know how to do copywriting. Let me tell you, I'm just going to give you a short, I'm not going to give you a whole copywriting thing, but I'm going to give you this um, one thing about marketing that I think is really important. The practices you use to get your message out, right? Where? To the people who need and appreciate it most. And that is a little shift that you need to make in your marketing uh, is to decide that um, you will uh, make your marketing about the people in your audience, not about you. So remember, we're offering them a transformation. Talk about the transformation. Talk about the feelings that they feel. Talk about what they need, not about you. So I would never ask the question, hey, what did you think of my episode on social media? Because there, nobody's going to answer that. But if your episode is about, um, say you're a gardener and your episode is about growing peas, you might ask a question, what's your favorite variety of peas to grow? That's different, right? That's actually marketing, but it's making it about your audience and then inviting them into the story. And then you can say, hey, well, I've got this episode about growing peas. I talk about all the varieties. I talk about the things that you need and uh, the soil that you got to do and the sunlight they need, all that stuff. There you go. Right. You see the difference. Um, hopefully I'm being clear on that. Well, we'll again, we'll do a whole episode on marketing and I'll talk a lot more about that. Okay. Lastly, this is the place everybody wants to start. This is where they want to get to, but it's monetization, right? Deliver and monetization is delivering your promised transformation to your audience in a package they can purchase. Right. So some something they could give you money for. There's so many ways to do this. You can do a membership, you can do a Patreon. Um, you can do even content now that are paid podcasts that Apple and other people are doing, which is sort of interesting. You have sponsorships and advertising, things like that. But here's the key belief, the thing that I want you to believe about your show, that the transformation you offer is valuable enough to pay for. Listen, podcasting does come with some costs and you should be able to recoup those costs at a minimum. I also have this this core belief. Um, and I, I want to say this in a way that uh, is hopefully that you can connect with that won't offend anybody, but I, I kind of believe uh, in the United, the American church, we sort of idolize the nonprofit in a way that um, I don't think is, is necessarily helpful. Um, so my business, for instance, is not a nonprofit. It's a LLC. 
But I did that because I wanted to create things that are so valuable that you're willing to pay for it. Now it's fine to take donations. I don't have anything wrong with that. Uh, but I wanted to deliver a transformation to you, right? To, to fellow Christian podcasters in a way that you could purchase it. That was so valuable that you would say, yeah, I, I want to support that, right? I want to, I want to support that. Whether it's the calendar that we just rolled out or our self audit that I uh, put out uh, recently uh, or our memberships, you know, I want it to be so valuable for you, if you're going, hey, I want to, I want to start a show and I want to monetize it, and I want to to get to a place where this not only supports me but supports me doing helping more people. That's what monetization is about, right? It's not so. It's not really about just about you. It's about delivering that transformation to your audience. Again, lots of ways that you can do that, but you have to believe that the transformation is worth paying for. That's a question, right? Is it? Okay, friends, this has been The Christian Podcaster. Your podcast is like a house. Your marketing is your curb appeal. Your monetization makes is your garden, right? It makes your land more valuable. Okay, we're going to do episodes on every single one of these over the next few months. I promise to go into much more detail, but this is what we have so far. Does one of those resonate with you more than others? Does one of those make you go, that's where I am? That's what I would like to learn about? Do me a favor, comment on this page on uh, ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com or in the Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search Christian Podcasters Association. You'll find the group. It's free. Join us if you haven't already. All right, friends. Uh, hey, until next time, keep podcasting and bring the gospel to bear on your niche.